they don't even know how, how hard this shit would be if they just let Cesaro come out. To I this. really, I really wish I could get a hold of TK. We've been. <laughs> it ain't like we ain't been trying. Like if I, if I, like look, I have the perfect song for Claudio Castagnoli. I don't know if he'd get it at first. Like it's one of those things. Like you don't, you don't, you don't think you don't think who would get it? TK. She it. He's a fan. Of what? Um, Professional wrestling. Yeah, I don't care about the music. Like, he gonna see swinging. He ain't gonna get it. He gonna hear that and say it don't fit. Especially with him and, him and Combat Club, that, you know, that immediately kills it. He's not gonna get why that's gonna be a big thing. Because if you don't understand hip-hop, you don't know why that works. You don't understand that that's going to help bring in a portion of the wrestling community that otherwise is underserved in your in your promotion. May this be the first time and hopefully the only time I ever tell you this. I really think you're overthinking it. If someone nah. if someone put Claudio Castagnoli in front of me and said, you send me swinging, I'm going to fuck off. I don't care. That's because you know better. Even like, you I... know both sides of the coin. But every announcer you don't know for the both. last 10 years has said you were going swinging. So if you put this in, fr- I'm, I'm telling you, I really think you're overthinking it. I think you're not thinking about it enough. <laughs> How many corporate settings do we sit in where it'd be much, like... That's some old trash so, shit. If I'm talking too fast, they be listening too slow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, But for real, how many corporate settings have we been in either individually or at some point together at the same time where outside and up in this bitch (laughs) yeah simultaneously at the same time where the people in the room don't get it i mean like it makes perfect sense to you because you know both sides of the coin the other people sitting in the room who have have not been exposed to at least one side of the argument have no idea why it's a perfect fit all right, so all that said, <laughs> you know, fuck this. This this is how this is how we starting the show. Did you first of all? Did you see the agenda? Yeah, I saw it. Is that good? Or we, is there anything else that we missed? Or is that pretty much it? I can't I can't think of shit else. There's a, there's one other thing, but I, I have to I, I can research that while while we were uh, while we're actually doing the show. Let's get outside. <clears throat> Card update. Disney. This is direct. <laughs> this is directly from the camp. All right. For for the pencil pusher massive that has absolutely no idea what I'm talking about or what we're talking about in this moment. What? Before you push play, everybody listening to this podcast, the conversation we had to start this show is if we were to give Claudio Castagnoli this song. As his interest theme. This song is, again, a world premiere. This is the first time you've heard it. If you're listening to the podcast on uh, (laughs) Thursday, June 3rd. Oh, I'm sorry. Friday, (laughs) July 1st. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. 20 and 22. Amen. All right. Hit your mute button. You send me swinging. Oh, you send me swinging. David, 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 Banner, 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 Ban
on a set of swingers, gotta bop with me when you see me ride. Trunk pop with the fifth falling, got the top missing when you see me slide. Double cup sipping Texas tea, I'm on muddy water while I drink and drive. Coming down and he's a smoking California 12 like a did a crime. Glass head poking out the fender, ripping wood like I'm chopping timber. White seat looking college in her, favorite look I'm probably in her. Sunday I'm off with Almeida in the third ward eating turkey legs with a style style that could work a bit with a lot of it's a perfect. H-Town cause I like it slow Robert Davis if you didn't know Something like a pimp swinging slow Riding dirty when I tip a foe Motor quiet like a tip a toe She gon' kiss it like it's under mistletoe Baby work the pole like a stripper pro Star place, we gon' put a in the same place where them clippers go And riding with you been them both put them in a hole Coming down when I'm coming through Catch me sipping, never tripping though Coming down when I'm coming through Catch me sipping, never tripping though Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and Radio Show Infused with Hip Hop. I am Wood. May Daily. With organic, farm to table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Shout out to my OG, David Banner. Lavelle got the fuck down right then, right there. Look, I call him by his government name, like, look. This is a, first and foremost. Ra- <laughs> first and foremost, if any rapper ever tells you that there is a song, that there's no song he's ever been jealous he didn't make, he's a fucking liar. <laughs> I am jealous I didn't make this work. DJ Premier has a whole segment on his show about songs that I wish I made. <laughs> Once a Boy. week, he's been doing it for about five, six years now, and uh, that Banner Banner ain't been outside in a minute. But when he do, God Box Two coming. Shouts out, oh. David Banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole lot of fucking gang shit. Shouts out, my man, Dirty Bird. For the heads up, uh, we haven't dropped any music on the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio Show infused with hip hop in quite some time. We ain't had no shit here like that. We know we did. We we've had some shit. We've nah, had- we had some shit, but we ain't had no shit here like that. And it fits. I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm standing on business. It, it, I'm going to start it, using all my southern slang today. It, <laughs> southern slang. That's the, that's name, of the name of the episode. <laughs> I'm stand- I am standing on business tonight. We have not had no shit like that. All right. So, and, and I'm telling you, it's sitting in the fucking meeting room with TK. He is not. It's not gonna click for him like that. We we we'll, we'll agree to disagree. 
But we gonna we gonna do our due diligence. Pencil pushes. If you really fuck with us, the long way, get Tony Khan's attention right now. David Benner has history in television. Oh, that's and, the other point. And, and sync licensing. Oh, it's this, gonna cost a pretty penny to fucking sync license this. That it won't cost him as much now if he can do this before July the eighth. Yeah, my lord. <laughs> yeah, my lord. I say, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. Twenty twenty-two. <laughs> hey man, this is this is not gonna and, work and, out and, like you think it you, is. And you, Look, you, no, no. That, trust me, trust me. This is gonna work out better for for TK if he can do this before July the eighth. Because hey, because it, it's <laughs> still gonna cost you. It, it's not like it's gonna be cheap either way. It's just well, going to be less expensive. July one through seven is gonna be all right. <laughs> July seventh, eleven fifty eight p.m. Because you can't start talking business right that close to twelve, and especially with somebody who got southern slang on the heart. But come, but come Sorry. midnight on July eighth. Price just went up. Price just went up. I have it on good authority. You can probably add a zero. So first of all, the name of the song is called uh, "Swinging." Of course, it is. Chad, pimp Chad. Just Rest don't. Peace, Chad. Just, just. It's called swinging. Parentheses. Chad. Oh, that's the name of the song. Just so you understand where we're going with this. Just make sure. It's, make sure it's been. Send me that while you're saying this. Shit, it is my. I know you got the file. It is to my understanding coming soon. It is to my understanding. I have this on good information that the following people may or may not have been active on Godbox 2. Okay. The Bun. Of course. May or may not have been active. Mr. Leprechaun himself, Lil Flip. Shouts out Tony Snow. Gang. Oh, oh shit. Like a pimp too. May or may not have been active on Godbox 2. I bet I know who we can ask. Mr. Joseph McVeigh. Ah. AKA Zero. Always good for a, a may, five verse and may, a dope ass hook. May or may not have provided some ignorant shit to Godbox 2. Does he do anything else? We don't know if he did. I'm not confirming or denying. I'm just letting you know what to expect. No, focus on what the words I'm saying. I say you, he may or may not have provided some ignorant shit. Is there any other type of zero contribution other than ignorant shit? He he got some he got some smooth. She has some understandable smooth shit that murderers groove with. Even the smooth shit has ignorant <laughs> shit laced. It's laced. C- come on, hey, look. You're not gonna let earlier today shake you like this. Farm the table. I mean, Farm the t- get, get, don't get get that off this podcast. We don't. <laughs> up, 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 update your firmware. Stop doing this shit. <laughs> We don't, we don't, we don't need that other podcast energy up in this bitch right now. Come on, man. <laughs> that, we are that other energy. Shit transfers. True. We just be this talking about true. different stuff. Oh man. Let's see. Clear your, clear your cookies and join me over here where the, where the player shit at. Just understand that I, uh, we have been commissioned as one of a very select few hubs for distribution for the early content. So this will not be the last you hear for advanced uh, advanced screenings, if you will, of Godbox 2. 
<laughs> we are the red carpet of hip hop, bitch. <laughs> y'all think we outside and up in this bitch simultaneously. Y'all have no fucking idea. And we don't. We you don't better even, talk nice to us. We don't even stress. <laughs> please, please, please you, use your manners. You, <laughs> you better talk nice to us while we can still fucking hear you. <laughs> if you type it, if you type in loud, I hear you. Just understand. Um, look, all I'm saying is you should talk to us nice while we can still hear, still hear you. Because eventually you're gonna be barking at the moon, and the moon don't bark back. Speaking of Tony Snow, let me take this time right now to Damn. apologize. <laughs> let me take this time right now to apologize to Tony Snow because I didn't I didn't shoot him this first. I'm making him sit with the general public, and that's not uh, that's, that is not cool. Ah, uh, that's foul. <laughs> that's foul. He will have Sorry, this. Bro, he will, he you, will he will have this. <laughs> you you don't have this. <laughs> nah, that's boy, that's trash. <laughs> boy, that's trash. Oh man, he, he'll, PA, that's P A F E no, all day no, long. No, it is not. He, he yes, it is. Oh man, that is horrible. <laughs> but he, I don't have I don't have the file. Snow don't have the file. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We see. I, I went to school with people like you. I, I know your stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Full Greg Mathis on your ass. Oh no! Don't do. Oh, okay, I, I see how you gonna act when you got the new ball of snacks. You got this whole ball of spread, and you off in the corner with the motherfucking double stuff stacked. Uh, one side vanilla, other side chocolate Oreos. <laughs> the limited edition where hat where the, there's a fucking layer of Ritz cracker baked into each side. <laughs> oh man, yo, uh, I'm looking at a uh, I'm looking at a series of Instagram uh, exchanges between you and. Uh, and I, and I we usually don't do this, but I'm going to for this very reason. At Mr. Underscore Hollywood 85. It's MR underscore H-O-L-L-E-Y-W-O-O-D-85 on Instagram. This fam, or this this man is gang. New, uh, newly initiated. Newly initiated gang. pencil pusher. You know what I'm saying? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the gang, cuz. Well, there we go. That's what we need. Yeah, a lot of fucking gang shit. Look, I keep look. We keep telling you, talk to us while we can still hear you. Saya uh, Collective, aka Somewhere in America, Shoe Gang. They yep. uh, they they posted a new a new sneaker called the Bloodline, to which Suave got open because Suave is not only a uh, member of their website, but is also a member of the Shoe Gang for Saya yeah, Collective. Yeah. Yeah, 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 membership gang. And uh, Suave hit him. We don't, we don't talk about memberships though. Suave, <laughs> Suave hit Mr. Hollywood with one of my favorite sayings I threw on the internet for him: "The thwackum baby." <laughs> thwackum, thwackum baby. <laughs> oh man, we, said, we went off the glass. I mean, shit. Dog said. Uh, Yo, I'm from VA, but after I heard the Dusty Rose basketball trash talk, I'm going to give you this head fake, and it's going to be hard times on the court for you. Bro, I stopped the podcast to tell you that you have a new subscriber just off the Dusty impersonating. <laughs> you motherfucking right. <laughs> I told that bitch motherfucking right. Gang shit. <laughs> Gang shit. Yo, we've had uh, we've had a, quite the week. AEW has got got the majority of the headlines with the uh, AEW New Japan Forbidden Door 
uh, which uh, this they they ported WWE, and, and what I mean by that is WWE has been synonymous with and notorious at the same time for creating a pay per view card that you see and look at it and be like, "This is fucking horrendous." But, <laughs> But then you watch it and be like, this is fucking fabulous. Forbidden Door, in my opinion, was just that. It was fucking fabulous. I think it was a great effort, especially considering how many strikes they had against them coming into it for no fault of their own, mind you. Yeah, the injury bug took the the wind out of my sail. So we'll, we'll agree to disagree on your feelings of the show. I feel like this is one of those where it's like, uh... At the end of it, I had to be like, "Well, at least it's a tax write-off." Oh, oh, wow! Let me let me let me yeah. run through some notable injuries here that, that coming into double or no, not double or nothing coming into Forbidden Door. No shit. Um, Adam Cole was injured going bay into bay. Forbidden Door. Baby, Anthony Bowens was injured going into Forbidden Door. Bobby Fish. Brian Danielson, Buddy Matthews, AEW champion CM Punk, Darius Martin, uh, Dax Harwood, Dax Harwood, and I'm throwing that in air quotes, Um, Jungle Boy, aka Jungle Buck Jack Perry, Kenny Omega, a name that you probably forgot about, Kip Sabian. Uh, I didn't know he was still signed. <laughs> I thought he got swept in that last group of uh, contract expirations. And according to this website, WrestleTalk, it says that he's been on TV in the crowd with a cardboard box on his head for some reason, but hasn't returned to the ring. <laughs> That's Kip Sabian? <laughs> I hadn't seen Kip Sabian since Miro slammed his uh, arm in the door. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I've seen the dude with the cardboard box in the crowd on his head, and that's Kip Sabian, apparently. Oh. Kyle O'Reilly, Big Shotty Lee Johnson, Legit Layla Hirsch, Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. Red Velvet. Oh, man. I, I, I want to bring this one up now, but we'll, we'll come back to it. Scorpio Sky is working with an injury. Uh, Sky Blue out of there I mean that's just the short list Jeff Hardy out too like and I mean there, there's more onto this list uh, even mm-hmm. even more coming out of blood and guts you said red velvet right yep mm, yeah it's rough buddy and the, the 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 degree of these injuries are insane I just uh it's debatable on whether Eddie Kingston is injured or not. I mean, it seemed like he did a, a fantastic job of conveying emotion and pain, but yeah, I, yeah, lower back injuries are nothing to play with. Ever. Ever. Um, let's see if we can go through this uh, Forbidden Door card. Because even, truth be told, even the buy-in was pretty damn fire. Shouts out to Lance Archer, gang. You know what I'm saying? Whole lot came, of fucking gang he, shit. He, he came through and did did the damn thing. Let's see here. Forbidden door. 
on the buy-in. We had Goto, uh, Goto and uh, Yoshihashi in a uh, tag team match against Aaron Solo and QT Marshall. Like, with those two, what the fuck did you expect was going to happen? Fast forward, Lance Archer and Nick Camarado. Just two physical big men just, just going at it. Uh, our, our home <laughs> team. Let, shut up. Lance Archer gets the Duke. <laughs> Sounds like episode four of... Nah. AEWNJPW Valley. IWGP Valley. You realize that puts a whole nother spin on Hurt Village? Oh my God. And in a third match, because there was four of the buy in, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. What did you say the name of this team should be? Um, I want to say it might have been strictly business. <laughs> I like I like strictly business, and then there was uh there was something having to do with uh like a like a limitless swerve or some something, but they strict but strictly business was I, I like that. Um, they took on uh, El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kinemaru. And uh, Keith Lee and Swerve actually decided to go ahead and pull off a victory because they hadn't uh, they hadn't had any victories on TV in quite some time as a team. We're glad to see them pull it off. And then in the last match of the buy-in, you had uh, it was an eight-man tag match where you had Max Plat- Platinum Max Caster, who's backing his to his freestyle he bag. Le- he he let me down a couple weeks ago, but he been trying to get back in my good graces with the last two or three. The last two three, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like when, when the spotlight was on, you know, arms heavy, mom spaghetti, you let me down, bro. <laughs> well, he he did a damn thing in Detroit, so hopefully that that kind of makes up for it. Ma, uh, Platinum Max Caster and the Gun Club take on uh, Yuya Mara, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. Uh, which were all students from the New Japan LA Dojo. And uh, Austin and Colton Gunn ended up running backstage because of Dan Housen's dumbass. Either way, Platinum Max Emo, and, and Mr. Emo ass. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Platinum Max and Daddy Ass uh, win against four New Japan uh, uh, upstarts. And uh, so that was your buy in. Then we move straight into the, uh, the the New Japan AEW Forbidden Door pay per view. Jericho Guevara Suzuki versus uh, and that's uh, Minoru Suzuki that is versus Eddie Kingpin, the great uh, the great Yuta, and Shota Yumino. And the, this match, the winner of this match, has an advantage going into blood and guts from this past Wednesday and uh, team Jarek Jarek Ho uh, get, get the advantage on this one um, Rapongi Vice take on the United Empire versus FTR for the ROH and the IWGP tag team titles the interesting thing here is that Rapongi Vice is in this match and they're the only teams walking up in here without belts Meanwhile, FTR had two belts walking into the match and walked away with all three. Uh, your winners. And IWGP, ROH, and AAA 
World Tag Team Champions, FTR, Uncle Dax Energy, at you bitch. As it should be. So as now, it motherfucking should be. So now, they need the Impact titles and the, I, and the NWA World Tag Team titles to, to complete the uh, the bounty of, of title uh, collecting. Yeah, there's there's also, there's also some firing back and forth between the Usos and FTR right now. So who knows what could come in that? Probably nothing. But they they're, they're leave, somebody's leaving a lot of money on the table by not making this happen. Especially if it's on neutral ground. But again, that because of the the entities involved, it will never happen. At least we don't think so. But stra- stranger things have. Somebody got to die or go to jail. And the All Atlantic Championship uh, final. The Bastard Pack versus the Redeemer Miro versus Malachi Black versus Clark Clark Connors. Uh, you mean the hybrid of HBK Jungle Boy and Stevie Richards? Also add in uh, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> nah. Now, now, where you get the camera grinds from? Because oh, I'm thinking, because I got Stevie Richards' hair, I got HBK 2006's body, and Jungle Boy's ring attire. So, how did you get Cameron Grimes? Hold my beer. I'm about to send you a picture. I need your reaction. There's a coaster on the table. You hold your own damn beer. Explain. <laughs> Explain. All right. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, look at this. This face in this picture. That's the funny part. I never saw his face. His <laughs> hair was <laughs> Hell you mean. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck you mean. Like, tell me something. You tell I get James I, I get James Storm vibes off of this more than more than uh Cameron Grimes. Either way, we're talking about wrestlers who are from the lower 13 states. <laughs> <laughs> lower 13's heavy 13 states heavyweights champion. Hey, that's some shit Dave House would be proud of right there. The lower 13 states. <laughs> the, 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 Wild Bill Irwin Jr. <laughs> the Confederate States champion. The, the, Confederate, Boy. the Confederate States heritage champion. <laughs> Boy. Don't you ever. Don't, don't, don't get no ideas, people. Don't ever. <laughs> Scott Armstrong somewhere about to re- try to revive Smoky Mountain Wrestling. <laughs> hey, look, Corny, let me just get the TV rights. I got a TV deal lined up yeah, for us. Asking Cornette, like, just, just, just give me two weeks with you. <laughs> me <laughs> coming, coming live to Tubi. <laughs> Meanwhile, your your winner and the very first All Atlantic or AEW All Atlantic Champion, the Bastard Pack. I don't hate this because like during during our normal uh, thread participation, all I could say during the match was like, damn, pack is underutilized. Damn, I wish they were doing more with him. And as I'm typing it, he wins because I I looked at the match and I was like, there's no way Miro should walk away from this without gold. Malachi Black. He's just the most complete. Malachi Black and Pack are both legit heavyweights at this point, which is something we th- I thought we'd never see. But here they like are. Pack looks like a heavyweight. You can't tell me. People can't tell me he doesn't look like one. He's always like, looked like one. He's just facts. They, he always they always had him clocked in at under two hundred pounds. And then Malachi actually got the miss to work this time. <laughs> I mean, he. I'm like, he, he got him. He, he, he got him good too. 
Oh man! Did he bite the capsule and then like took a swig of some water and mixed it together? Because he's never. It's never happened like that before. He looked like the fuck. Yeah, you know the the spitting the spitting dinosaur from fucking Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's definitely not no t- uh, Tajiri uh, Tajiri lesson to miss because th- those were precision. Tajiri, uh, Muda, Oscar, uh, K- Kabuki, Oscar. Those you know you know you know the secret to that, right? What is it? A condom down the throat. Bullshit. Do your googles. <laughs> that, down the throat that first of all that seems like it's such a, it, it, un, it, it, it seems like such an unsafe procedure it seems like death waiting to happen i just i mean look there's a referee with pockets like we don't have to put this, put a condom in our throat to make this work i but don't believe that. I, I i just i just remember kabuki muda and also uh tajiri always juggling their throat beforehand i just <laughs> <laughs> of course, I always nah. thought I always thought it was a lure, but I, that's that's the word. I don't, I don't know if that to be true or not, but that's just we'll we'll have somebody explain that to us away from the podcast. Don't worry, we got so some, we, we got some, we got some guests coming up later on this uh, later on this year. But, but there are other ways. I promise oh, you, oh, there have to oh, be yeah. there have to be other ways. Like as, no, as, really. as there are advances in medicine, there are advances in technology. I can guarantee there, you that, that there is, are advances that is, in pro wrestling. That is pre- that is up. primitive primitive issue in pro wrestling. I guarantee that. Dudes with attitudes, Sting, YFN, Darby, and uh, Shingo Tagachi or Takaji rather take on gotcha. <laughs> the young the young fucks and El <laughs> Fantasmo. <laughs> She got you, bitch. And uh, the the new dudes ended up winning. Mm. Um, it's a lot of convolution. Sting, dumbass, jumping off the back. <laughs> this dude, I, I don't know. That, that was <laughs> boy. This dude jumped off about a... ten or fifteen feet onto the whole team of uh, of 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 uh, Phantasmo and the Young Bucks. I, and this man is what 63 64 years old boy that i i legit when i saw him jump off the tunnel i legit laughed because i'm like sting really has no fucks to give zero none of them Absolute none he is zero. out of fucks thunder rosa versus tony storm for the aew women's title your winner and still thunder rosa uh, match was surprisingly good. I, I felt it was short, but it was surprisingly good. Uh, the match that you wanted to see the least on this card for the IWGP United States Championship: Will on the Spray versus Orange Cassidy. Big Mid, as, we, as that's why I like to refer to him. <laughs> just look, okay. Like, like this. I okay. I, I completely understand the attraction like especially because I've, I've had this conversation with some of my friends that they used to watch wrestling and now they're not they're not even casual fans they just don't watch but they happen to have caught a glimpse via social media of Orange Cassidy and thought it was the coolest shit ever it, 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 even it, it explains so much about this about this generation when people who are not even casual fans look at Orange Cassidy and think that him being mid is cool. But see, they never go any further than the than the social media clip. 
like that it doesn't convert those people into watchers of weekly TV and certainly not people who put money on the table or money on the wood as they say pause for a pay-per-view they just think it's a cool clip the fact that he can dive through the ropes with his hands in his pockets and never take them out uh, nip up with his hands in his pockets always wearing sunglasses they don't take it past that so they never get to see Fonzie jump the shark (laughs) whereas somebody like myself I can appreciate it for what it is I think I would like it way more if he was a heel manager and then you have a reason for you know him being so nonchalant and then it's like damn you really want to see him get his ass kicked but it never happens because he's too cool as a as a heel manager with act with with physical presence like that's 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 a whole other level that's what i'm saying that for for me watching weekly television finding new and interesting ways for him to fuck over baby faces in the most nonchalant way possible that's entertaining to me someone who's watching the product every week and who's putting money on the table for pay-per-views versus you know the average person just scrolling social media they see the highlight clip and they think oh this guy's cool who is this orange cassidy oh maybe i'll check out dynamite next wednesday mind you it's thursday when they see this you come back around the wednesday they're doing some other shit you know they never decided to watch tv you know what's crazy this actually may have been orange cassidy's match of his career I saw somebody say that I felt like his match with Pac was just as good, if not better. I I, I put those one A and one B. If I if I'm going to grade them for the ones that I've seen, yes, Pac needs to be in that conversation. Uh, I would give more of a fuck about Orange Cassidy if AEW had a cruiserweight division. But you would only have like two people at the top of it. No, you'd have more than two people. But uh, no, you have you, you have you have more than two people in it for sure. But at the top the, of it, the problem with it is three quarters of the roster qualify to be cruiserweights. Oof. That's your problem. <laughs> Here's the other issue: Here's, you'd have more than two at the top, though. Like, yeah, I mean, but, yeah. I mean, keep it a buck. I think CM Punk qualifies as a cruiserweight. He, I mean, he might be close. I mean, he was what? He was what? Fighting at 168 in the UFC? You see what I'm saying? Adam Cole, 100% cruiserweight. Uh, Adam Cole, I'm going to throw CM Punk out there. Uh, Jung- Jungle Boy is a cruiserweight. Jungle, Jungle right Boy. Uh, Lee Johnson. Yep. Um, Don't make me pull up Orange, YFN Darby. Um, and that's so that's, that's six. That's six right there with two former world champions. Well, <laughs> to the roster we go. <laughs> wow. Um, All the young bucks. <laughs> Why you bullshit? Two hundred uh, angels. No, oh, he, he's, he's gone. He's leaving. He's yeah, gone. he's gone. Yeah. Uh, I. Mm, both members of 2.0 Daniel Garcia definitely John Silver is he a cruiserweight man he's he's four feet tall he just looks swole cruiserweight I'll take it I mean look up his statistics like on, on the cool I really do want to know on, on the, on the cool it wouldn't matter 
he can have a scale. He can have a broken scale as his gimmick if he is over 205. Ah, yes, sir. The new Crash Holly, bitch. <laughs> Fucking right. Dante Martin, 100% cruiserweight. Uh, what's the other Martin? Darius Martin, too. Yeah, but Darius is on the men, so it'll be a while. Ooh, 178 pounds. Isaiah Cassidy. Mmm. Fuego Mark, Del Sol. Mark Quinn, Fre- Fuego. Uh, what's the other dude that look like Fuego? Um... I'm sure I'll scroll across his e- name. Ejo Del Fantasma. What's what's my man um uh from uh Death Triangle? Uh Ray, 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 Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. Kip Sabian. Truth be hey, truth be told, I don't think so. I don't think he is, personally, just from looking at him. But they've been announcing Kip Sabian? No, 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 no. They've been announcing uh Penta as under two hundred. I mean, under 200 is just, you know, it's like 20 is the new 30. <laughs> under 200 is the new heavyweight. Uh, I'm pretty sure Michael Nakazawa is under 200. Mike, Matt Sidell, under 200. Uh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, hold on, I got another one for you. Even though I know he's not all the I'm sure Pete... Peter Avalon's got to be under under 200. Hell, Sammy Guevara's under 200. Serpentico is who it is. The yeah. one with the mask. Uh, I'm waiting waiting to see this. Uh, Sunny Kiss is still on the roster. Same. Let's see here. Yeah, and that's that's it. Then everything else is women's roster. Wow, this is crazy. You know who else is a hundred? Uh, I mean, who is uh, who, who's under two hundred? Well, under two hundred pounds. Who that? The octopus. Oh, fucking right, Jonathan Gresham. 100. So like, you have you He's would have the most fire cruiserweight division ever. With all in styles, styles make fights, and you have that, all different. Do you see styles. what I'm saying? Now, if you if you were in the mood to create another belt, it might should have been that. I mean, like but, bring back the cruiserweight division. Like, what's what's the problem? If so, how, if how many belts are on TV right now? You got the uh, AEW title, the All Atlantic title, <laughs> the TBS championship, the TNT title, the mm-hmm. tag team belts, the, the women's championship, the women's. I think, oh yeah, the women's title. So that's seven. And then, then Adam Cole, Adam Cole, and Britt Baker got two more belts they were carrying on TV. Those, those aren't those aren't titles. Those are trophies. That's the difference. One would think till the bitch get defended. They're not going to do. They're they're definitely not going to do that. There's no way in hell. Are you re- are you really willing to say something at yep. AEW will never happen? Yeah, for that one, yeah, I, I, yeah. Um. Cause you have to crown the winner of the tournament next year. Somebody got to hand that belt over. Yeah, I, I just, I just don't think. That, nah, nah, I'm, I'm calling that a trophy. That's different. Championships. Agree to disagree. Uh, now that's just that's the. It, it, okay, even if we do count though, that's nine, right? We still got trios titles to come at some point. That's going to be ten. But, but for the for the moment, let's dial that one back. Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Title. We've seen it once. Ring of Honor Television okay. Title. We've seen it a few times. Ring of Honor uh, Tag Team Championships. That's thirteen that we've seen on TV. Triple uh, A Tag Team Championships. Fourteen. 
Now the IWGP Tag Team Championships, 15. If you want to count mean, the, if you want to count the IWGP US title, because Moxley had a 16. He never brought that one on TV though. Uh, yes, he did. He didn't. That that belt didn't show up on television until until he hell. defended it against Lance Archer in Dallas. Did they actually show that shit on television? Yep. The fucking belt it itself. A, it was a de- yeah. It was a death match. And somebody got. Shot. I'm not talking about the match. I'm talking about the belt. The belt. Itself. Okay. Let's 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 do the Googles on that. Let's see here. Mox versus Archer. Uh, actually, full match. Okay. Let's see here. Ah, uh, Texas Death Match. Pulling it up on YouTubington. Actually, Daily Motion has it. Um, you fuckers don't give us no money. I don't know why I mentioned you. It's probably gonna get muted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking wrong. I mean, uh, it's real shit though. Cut the check. No, don't do that. Uh, yeah, chill on that. All you gotta do is see Mox's entrance. That, that's how you'll know. Yes. Yep. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. That's that's the AEW Championship. Hold on. Mm. Uh, YouTube. Yeah, there's YouTube right there. Okay, hold on one second here. After save. Nope. We we, we will not. <laughs> no, no free, no free friends. And of course, my premium isn't on this account here. Uh, yep, sure is. Lance is holding uh, it in his hand. Ah, so okay, it's after he lost it in Japan. So, alright, yeah. So yeah, so so they did because remember he won it here. So yeah, I mean. So anyway, so yeah, that so that so so yeah, 17, 17 different titles have been seen, and probably even more than that because wasn't the, the, the yeah because the Impact World Heavyweight Championship and the Impact World Tag Team Championships were being will being defended on uh, AEW programming. Jesus. You see now you see how fucking nauseating this shit gets. I only wanted to count the shit that actually belongs to AEW. Now they'll show a champion from any fucking where. Well, that you one, might see that not just show them, but those matches are being def- like belts are being defended. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, fast forward. Um, where were we at on this? Oh, we, we were uh, talking. We were talking about the cruiserweight division and how fucking fire it would be and that's the belt you probably should have created add, add one more to this list Zack Sabre Jr. with the uh, with the marriage of AEW New Japan he had his hands full as he took on the uh, the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club who I thought was going to be the octopus but as stated that- last as stated last week returning to the ring Claudio Castagnoli aka formerly known as Cesaro in WWE came through and we thought this was going to be a really quick match and they end up giving us some time and Zack Sabre got into his bag so did Claudio the winner Claudio Castagnoli I'd have been totally cool if this shit ended with the squash that they planned in the beginning me too it, w- it would have given me Rob Van Dam versus Sting and TNA vibes I want all of that. If he, if we had just gone with Claudio coming out the corner with fire ass European uppercut into the uh, the neutralizer, I don't know what he's gonna call it in AEW, but they it neutralizer. Cool. That would have been. I'd have been good. Like, okay, we done. Get him up out of here, and then you could have done the rematch at the next pay per view. 
Uh, then go ahead. And then Zack Saber Jr. would have been like, I wasn't. You know, you play the play the heel card. Like I wasn't prepared. I didn't know who I was gonna face. It just it was a surprise. Then you can have you can have a minute Matt Classic at the next at the rematch. That is the easiest way to get heat from a crowd is to play that I wasn't ready shit, and it works every time. Yep. For a nominal fee, oh, soon to be shit. a phenomenal <laughs> fee. Hit my hit my cash app when you get ready. You do what the fuck you were doing. You do what the fuck you were doing. What, dropping this broken pencil knowledge and putting it on your plate? <laughs> you knew what the fuck you were doing. <laughs> you meant you male genitalia. Uh, as we fast forward to the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, this one got interesting. Your champion, Switchblade Jay White versus Hangman Adam Page versus Kaz Okada versus, and, I, and Jesus Christ. Kazuchika Okada. How hard is that to say? Kazuchika Okada. I'm not even Japanese. Never been to Japan. Kazuchika Okada. I just said it three times correctly. Yeah, I never pronounce his first name, but yeah, it's not anything difficult either. But if it's, if you can't say Kazuchika, just say Kaz. I wish Bobby Heenan was still with us because he'd have been like Gesundheit. <laughs> oh, will you stop? <laughs> Versus Adam Cole, baby. And uh, Jay White retains. Adam Cole took a nasty bump from Kaz Okada and went into a sequence with Jay White, which there was a go-home that was done. And I don't know if it was because of Adam Cole's pre-existing injury coming into this match or if he got his bell rung. But Adam Cole... He took a, he took a naked-ass drop kick to the face is what happened. He, he tried to kick out and could not do it. And the three count came through in full form through the referee, winner and still, Jay White. Well, I mean, there you have it. Good match overall, though. And then your final match of the night for the interim AEW World Heavyweight Championship, John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. A bit of a dream match. And uh, for, who? for whom exactly? For wrestling blowhards. <laughs> uh, Not diehards, blowhards. Well, then there's that. <laughs> no, on the cool, like after the 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 IWGP four way, I felt like I would have had a better experience watching Okada versus Hangman Page for for the interim title. No, just, oh, 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 just oh, 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 period. That's right, because it was the original match, right? You could have used that as the number one contenders match for the IWGP title. Truth be told, because the uh, the IWGP title is very rarely defended in a multi man matches, let alone I think this was the first four way it's ever been defended in. You could have had Jay White versus Adam Cole for the belt and the Hangman Page versus Kaz Okada. Uh, separate and just added one more match to the card. I don't think fans would have been mad at that, but and, and then, then you would have been able to get Okada on TV in here, here in stateside for the for the title match versus Jay White. And even still, I think Adam Cole was probably being protected in this match as he should have been if he if he definitely came into it injured. Overall, he wasn't protected enough because apparently he left with another boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Not a boo boo. <laughs> Every uh, e- either way, Adam Cole was, uh, uh, you know, well the, the match itself and the pay per view itself was was very very well put together considering the bevy the myriad of injuries that were uh, that were up 
surrounding the pay-per-view itself. Fast forward, though. Fast forward to Blood and Guts, which was a first six-on-six war game-style match that I've ever seen. And notables coming into this was the fact that Cassignoli was the only person in the match that did not draw blood or did not have blood drawn on him. And the fact that Santana, while delivering a Uranagi, had a nasty twist. And his body, his lower leg, gave out in a way that made me immediately think that uh, Dak Prescott. And uh, no, no word on what the injury actually is, at least that I've seen. But I've seen the picture. I took a still shot. It's nasty. It's nasty. It has to be either a clean break or open dislocation. Yeah, that that was not a good look. Cause the way I saw it, it looked like um, who was he giving the urinagi to? Um, somebody from the other team. <laughs> it, it was somebody with with slightly more weight than normal because they were all dressed like Let fucking me. jackasses. But um, I, it was it had to be one of the members of 2.0 who had a little little more weight on them. Cause it wasn't Hager. You can tell who Hager is. It wasn't Sammy. Cause Sammy's light as fuck. Um. And it wasn't Garcia. I don't think it was Garcia. I don't think. But those but, 2.0 uh, guys, I mean, since they changed their names, like, I, I just, I, I'm lost. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You spent all the time throwing fireballs and making goofy-ass jokes and acting like Lenny and Squiggy, and now we don't fucking know your name. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely, I'm looking at the picture. It was Garcia. Oh, well, shit. It almost looked like Garcia went dead weight when he when Santana was picking him up, or they just mistimed the it, the pick the pickup, and it's like Santana muscled him up, but then it looked like Garcia landed on the leg. No, it de- definitely definitely was not the case. I uh, I, with the picture that I sent to you, I don't, did you see the picture I sent out? Yeah, I saw it. So I took that in real time and paused it at the moment, but there was no landing on it. So if you saw the, him getting landed on, it may, it may have been after the fact or like the bounce because of the camera angle. It, it his leg just his leg said fuck it. That's that's never what you want your legs to do is say fuck it, especially at the lowest part, the base, the base. Oh, you yeah. don't want any of your extremities ever to say fuck it but certainly not your legs and he was forced to stay inside this cage and thank god they kept the action away from him but he was forced to stay inside the cage for close to 20 minutes um while the match continued just just gruesome and and on top of that he gets added to the top of the injury list for AEW. Gone for safe to say a year. And wait, who's this? Santana. Oh, they finally they finally put some uh put no, a word no, out. No, 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 no. They they did not they, they haven't said anything. Like I'm looking I'm looking for like any reports. They just talk about how his uh how he landed and they how they post they're posting the spot, but then I haven't seen any details. I mean, AEW usually is pretty good about keeping stuff like that close to the vest. So he's probably 
you figure he's probably had an MRI today. And or, or, lady, or and or X-rays because I mean that's, if, if if there is bone involved, he had there. Go ahead. I was say, let's keep it real. He probably had MRIs and X-rays and all type of whatever scans last night. Yeah. Unless they were gonna, unless it was swollen and they wanted to wait for the swelling to go down. <sighs> so yeah, that might be the only thing where it's like, okay, you're waiting on the swelling to go down so that you can do the X-rays and the MRIs, and then you really won't have any information on it until then. Outside of Santana's injury, you also have about ten thousand thumbtacks, and I'm not exaggerating. On free TV though, and Yuta wrestled. Actually, Yuta, Yuta had him in his back for about fifteen to twenty minutes constantly, while all remaining five members of the winning team, which was Team Moxley or, or the B, Team BCC uh, Santana and Ortiz, that's basically what it was. Team BCC Santana Ortiz and, uh, and Eddie Kingpin uh, climbed to the top of this cage. The finish comes as Claudio Castagnoli has Chris Jericho in a submission and the uh, the uh, stretch plum is being applied to, it wasn't Garcia, was it? By uh, Eddie uh, Kingpin? Uh, no, no, no. Eddie Kingpin had Jericho. Yeah, because that's the whole. That's the that, whole that was the whole. The yeah, that was the whole story. Was was Jericho? To, he wanted Jericho to tap, but whatever submissions uh, Castagnoli had his opponent in, sharpshooter, I think. Yeah, more than likely. But he he caused his opponent to tap while Jericho should have tapped and he never did, and so now Kingpin and Castagnoli hate each other's guts because uh, Castagnoli basically caused Eddie Kingpin to, to not get what he wanted which is Jericho tapping out that was impressive to me that was an impressive piece of business I was like okay now you want to do long term storytelling and you want to start an angle and a storyline I like that you get rid of this bullshit angle with him with, with Kingpin and Jericho oh my oh speaking God. of man the top of that cage let's talk about the fact that you had floor grading steel floor grading as reinforcement to the top of the cage as a floor oh they put some con- they put some time effort and and concentrated on making the blood and guts cage better than what it was before I've never seen a gap between two rings that wide they legit had two rings butted together which actually it, it, that extra foot of real estate caused the ring to uh, or the, the setup to look bigger as evidenced by the fact that people could not be hurled over the two sets of top ropes people were diving and getting caught into the ropes there was enough there was enough room to actually walk between the two rings we have never seen that before in any double ring setup and I applaud AEW for that I'm just I'm I'm laughing at the fact like nobody thought to try this shit ahead of time. Every and everybody got it. It made for interesting comedy, but also could have made some for some catastrophic injuries. That's why I'm saying like it's comedy because no one got hurt. But I'm like, hey, bro, next time y'all install some new shit, which I'll try it out just you know just to see. Then the, the extra what's that extra two feet of of border from the opposite side of the ring to the cage so they can work on that platform like i really do like what they did like this this 
is the most um, accurate tribute to war games available. Not, right now. not to mention the bump of the night came from Sammy Guevara getting thrown off the top of the cage the day after the anniversary of Mick Foley Undertaker. It just looked so fucking staged. And and there's a reason for it. Because given the the very small area that he's trying to land on, you don't have the luxury of being able to apply any force to his dismount. Like once he goes off the cage, he has to go off the cage the most comfortable way possible for him to hit that target if you put any extra force on it chances are he can come up short or die yeah i mean if you come up short he's gonna die but if he go too far he might die he might plus die. you got a lawsuit and yeah and, and you're gonna hurt somebody else in the process like somebody that's he, unsuspecting you know what i'm saying if he goes into the crowd and hits somebody who's not waiting on it he might die then you have a lawsuit and now everybody's fucked so you're in a no-win situation, so it almost feels like, mm, why would you canyon this? <laughs> Speaking of canyoning things, <laughs> Excalibur. I want people to do their Googles if you don't know what can what canyoning is. Excalibur <laughs> had his hands full on commentary as he had Jim Ross, Taz, and Tony Schiavone, three old schoolers, and this fucking it literally Mark, because that's his real name, because that's what he is. Uh, all on the stick Taz screams Taz screams Ruby Riot (laughs) Tony Schiavone screams Dean Ambrose is busted open (laughs) Jim Ross screams my god King Cesaro is going for the swing (laughs) gotta love it Hey, wh- where is the smoke for Taz and Tony Schiavone that everybody had for Jim Ross when he had his slip-ups? Oh, man. the fact He that- called somebody Daniel Bryan instead of Brian Danielson. The internet melts down because they think he's too old to do his job. The fact but Taz that- does it and Tony Schiavone does it. I ain't heard shit. The fact that all three of them did it on one show and still couldn't get handled. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause I lost. I was one of the people, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. This is hilarious. <laughs> Look, they don't. They don't got to the point where like they only want to bring Jim Ross out on the on the main event matches. Like, so I don't know if like we're segueing our way out of Jim Ross's era in AEW, which I I'm not I'm not in favor of, cause like I say, you can't replace him until you find somebody better. You don't have that. You really need to get rid of Excelor Herb because we don't need that. And that's the one you never gonna get rid of. He he's your homegrown guy, and you know, he's buddies with you know the guys who are buddies with the guy who's writing the check. So he's his it look, if the shit he had to take a vacation for wasn't enough to get him out the paint, ain't nothing else gonna get him out of there other than his own rec- resignation. That's where we at with it. So as much as I, as much as we don't fuck with that guy, if we gonna be fucking with AEW, we gonna have to in part fuck with that guy. Not really, but I, I get you. <laughs> I mean, you got you gotta hear his voice that in that respect. Like you gotta be in air quotes in the same room. If, if fuck if fuck that guy was was a wrestling commentator, 
And uh, speak, speaking of, uh, Logan Paul has signed to WWE. I still say fuck that guy. Uh, never, for, never forget the Suicide Force. See, I'm not up on that. You don't, you don't. You really don't need to be. Just know that there was a force in Japan that uh, people go to commit suicide, and uh. this fool goes out there with a camera crew and films it, which is how he gets his social media star package. And he's out there filming oh. in, in, in sacred ground, and doesn't realize it's it's it, it's really what that is. Okay, so that's why I saw the TMZ, TMZ story where Logan Paul said The Rock like severed all ties after he did that shit. Yeah, a lot of people is did. This, is this recent? This is like a this is like five years ago. Oh, I don't you know I don't fuck with that. No, no, no. I'm, no, no I'm not. I'm not trying to tell you as like a matter of fact. I'm just like like that's how far back it, it's been for people to actually come back and still fuck with him, and they shouldn't be, in my opinion. See. See, that, that's a lack of integrity. Y'all will fuck with anybody who air quotes getting money. If that's the case, we got to put all these dope dealers out, out here on. We, we got to put plaques on the wall for all of them. And it's also being reported that another hard R aficionado, Aaliyah. <laughs> out of there. Out of there. Uh, has been removed from Money in the Bank and has been replaced by a veteran. <laughs> OG bloodline, you bitch. Whole lot of fucking gang shit. Couldn't have happened to a nicer person. <laughs> I guess we gonna find out. Fuck around and find out on SmackDown. I mean, tonight. on the cool, if you really, 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 really wanted to make me watch this pay per view, you should have dropped the bag out on Naomi and made her the replacement. Hey, don't don't act like there ain't two people that's outside right now. I mean, I'm just saying. If you gonna pay somebody from the bloodline, to be perfectly honest, I don't know who's who's in the in the match at all. Well, but before, let's, before let me, we I, get I, to I, that, I'll say I can run it down for you. I don't want it yet. <laughs> I barely want the pay per view itself. I mean, this, so, this, it's gonna be short. <laughs> so with with this Logan Paul thing, I've seen people who are upset about it. I've seen people who are like, "Why are you upset? Because this is a this is a celebrity." Like, look. Physical intangibles, he has those. Um, fan base, he has those. This is the sp- this is the space of sports entertainment, n- having nothing to do with JAS. This is a situation where he adds equity. He has equity of his own that he would be bringing, prop most likely to Monday Night Raw, which would boost. Hopefully, most li- star power. Most likely, at the signing press conference, he hand wrote a sign and said, "I'm coming for you, Miz." See, so uh, <laughs> Miz's SummerSlam opponent has entered the chat. <laughs> but you know what this play is about? They want more viewership. They want they want to appeal to the internet, um, the youthful internet community that doesn't necessarily watch wrestling but do watch both of these people and you're trying to turn over a number with that what makes people angry because apparently not everybody understands why wrestling fans are not pleased about this me i don't care one way or the other because he seems like he can work seems like he's gonna put the work in i don't give a fuck about him as a person you know just do your job right People are upset because you have 
Stephanie and Trips sitting here having inked a long-term multi-million dollar deal with a YouTuber when in the last, let's say, 36 months, you've released almost 200 wrestlers. <laughs> and and you're in a you're in a current current and you release them due to budget cuts, so two hundred gone. But we finna make this one a multi millionaire, and he has one match under his belt. So you can see where a full time fan might feel like this is some bullshit. Or <laughs> sign talent at the PC <laughs> if you want to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, now what everybody has to understand is that because this man has this equity attached to his name, everybody's not created equal when it comes to business. You don't get what you you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Most of those wrestlers who have been released did not have their own equity coming into the situation. So then I heard, <clears throat> I read, where Cain Velasquez was used as an example, oh, which man. I'm like. Cain Velasquez was one and done. He was basically a snack between meals for Brock Lesnar. 205, oh sorry, two minutes and five seconds. His WWE career is not as long as, what's a, what's a good 30 minute match? A good 30 minute match? Or just give me a 30 minute match. AJ versus Cena, Royal Rumble 2018. Yes, Cain Velasquez's WWE career is shorter than that match. Altogether. <laughs> Altogether. <laughs> Debuting on SmackDown, whatever promos were cut, whatever led up to the match, and the match itself. Because after that, you never saw him again. And I think they might have found out what you told me about and cut him loose. That might have been why he just got released and no one said a word. <laughs> oh, like they man. did more fact checking than anybody else did. Bruh, so so let, let's, let, let's talk about that. So uh, as far as the ratings are concerned, Logan Paul, they, they're wanting to put a Band-Aid on the biggest bullet wound ever. And, and grasping the straws. But here, here's... Trips hit him with the shit one time. Here's the thing. The problem isn't the... Okay, it's not totally the product, but the product has a lot to do with the ratings. If Raw is consistently getting 1.9, 1.95 million viewers south of 2 million viewers, which is common, 2.3 to 3.4 was commonplace between you know, for the Attitude Era, post-Attitude Era, probably up until about 2014, 15. It was commonplace. We're not there no more. Not only are we not there anymore, uh, Dynamite pulled... And eight, uh, 883,000 approximately this week, according to Nielsen. And that's up from previous week of a of 320,000 increase. So you had roughly 550,000 people watching last week, close to uh, closer to a million, almost at a million this week. Whereas Monday Night Raw had about 1.9, 1.95 million. How is that? You know, there's going to be your naysayers that say AEW isn't good because he gets half the viewership of Monday Night Raw. But Monday Nights is one of the highest highest watched nights of TV out of the seven days during the week. 
Wednesday is one of the lowest two. And both of them were number ones for their night, whereas Monday Night Raw was the number one show in cable all at all this week. So where's the problem? Is it the product or is it the medium? It's definitely the medium because you're if we're if we're not seeing three, four million on Monday Night Raw, even for pops like John Cena coming back, like not to, and not to say that that was a, a big deal, but it, it should have been, but it wasn't. So then, we're gonna okay go, finish, oh, finish yeah, the yeah, I'm say, so, question. Like, there's there's no way to there's no way we're seeing the gauge between people who are watching through streaming TV apps versus those who are using traditional cable and satellite to broadcast Monday Night Raw. Not to mention the majority of people who are using third party methods that are untraceable. So you you really really think that the network is to blame you you feel as though like okay you know what streaming service i use Mm -hmm. for television Mm -hmm. so you mean to tell me those people can't see what i'm watching or what i'm dvring and when i'm watching it to attribute ratings towards that show i can't say i'm blaming the network more so than I say I'm blaming the fact that people aren't buying cable TV anymore. Now, that, now that's that, a totally separate that's a separate mountain to climb. No, no, no. But the, that that's that's exactly what I was saying in the previous statement though. But but you say you blame the medium. The, the medium. Product, yeah. The the product yeah, the, the medium. Yeah, the the medium which is which is uh the, the, if you're measuring uh, direct to home services, wire in the house, cords, if you will. Then your logic, not not you, but the log, the logic is flawed in the fact that you think that that is one hundred percent of the viewership or people that use those types of things. Let me tell you why I don't believe that is a a hang up or a factor that's contributing to the lack of viewership i already know what you're going to say <laughs> oh these networks are giving out massive massive tv rights deals there is no fucking way we are giving out that kind of money without being able to properly vet how effective your content is across all platforms and mediums that we have access to want to bet you usa has an over-the-top platform right yep so if someone happens to watch raw via that or whatever the case for any other show that's on the usa network if they have usa has an over-the-top platform i'm fairly certain they're going to be able to calculate ratings and or views of a show that they have access to they can't they can which is how they negotiate however that's not calculated into the ratings that we see they can give that that's privatized information they that's like Sirius XM you when I was on Sirius the only information that I got was the fact that I had immediate access to any combination of 30 million listeners at any given time. I would literally have to be in either New York, 
D.C. or L.A. or even Minneapolis to find out the drill down as to who's listening, where and when in real time. And to that, I respond about Nielsen. What the fuck has Nielsen ever really been to us? Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. And on those, on those same 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 lines, not only would have they ever been to us, if we're having this conversation now, why do they even still matter? We're literally talking about a dinosaur. They're not even. With, exa- they're not even being measured. That's exactly what what I'm worried about. Because I'm like, okay. The wrestling community, the internet wrestling community, since the days of the Monday Night Wars, have been obsessed with television ratings. And for whatever reason, if Nielsen is has not done whatever they need to do to catch up to where the world is now and to include streaming and DVR and cloud replays and all these different things within a certain time frame, because I have heard it explained that way. To where if you DVR a show but you watch it within a certain time frame, it would count towards the, the real-time ratings for that show. The DVR on what platforms, though? I got to go back and check because, you know, the right. the, direct, pers- the person I got it from, it was strict. It was very specific. Yeah, it was direct to home. So that means like satellite, cable. Your tradition, your traditional methods, over the top was not listed. For, so re- no, 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 no. This was also over the top was included. Oh, okay, okay. That's because you know, because you know who I was. Li- well, you, I'll tell you off off the air, but you know who I was <laughs> listening to when I heard this. Yeah, I, I know exactly who you're listening to. Yep. See what I'm saying? And I'm going by their word, and they're on the inside of some shit. And have been for years. I, 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 I would tend to listen to that too, especially considering. That person can give you a countdown and t- like that, he can run a show without being at the show. He's Facts. that he's that good. So that part. Um, so that's why I'm like, I'm not so willing and ready to blame the medium for the lack of ratings because the product is equally, if not more so, responsible for the fact that no one gives a fuck about WWE anymore. I don't care who you bring back. I don't care in what capacity you do it. Weekly television is trash, and now you have conditioned your audience, your core audience, as well as the casual fan. You have indoctrinated and baptized them in the fact that you are giving them slaw every Monday night. <laughs> so this it, it, it's just some shit on TV at this point. If there's a better game on Monday night, I'm watching that. We just at that point. You've abused your market share. You were the only game in town for so long that you felt like they're going to come back no matter what. Which to a degree is true, but certainly not to the degree that it used to be true. Tell me where your engagement is on any of this. Bianca Belair versus Carmella for the Raw Women's Championship. Bobby Lashley versus Theory for the... United States Championship. Gang versus Gang. <laughs> the Usos versus Street Profits for the Undisputed Tag Team titles. Ronda Rousey versus Natalia for the SmackDown Women's title. Lacey Evans versus Alexa Bliss versus Liv Morgan versus Raquel Gonzalez versus Asuka versus Shotzi versus Becky Lynch for the Money in the Bank contract. 
and Seth freaking Rollins versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Almost Almost versus Sami Zayn versus Riddle versus a player to be named later in the Money in the Bank men's contract. Where is your level of engagement for any of this? Mm, I, I, I hear or see nothing that does not that does not yell weekly television matchup. The fact that I stopped paying attention halfway through you reading the card should tell you where my interest is. My interest is only peaked to see where who's going to win the men's money in the bank and how are they going to go forward with it. Now, here, I don't even know who's in the match. I just I just told you. you gotta, I wasn't listening. I, I just told you. You, you got you got to listen to the replay. I'm not I'm not going to repeat it. Well, fuck it then. We uh, I, don't, I don't have nobody to pick. <laughs> good, good. The really good thing about this is we're we're not wasting a good idea in doing this. <laughs> That's all this gets. I'll tell you what's even crazier. Here's a card here that already has more interest for me than the card I just read to you that you lost interest in. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Motor City Machine Guns versus the uh, the Wolves. David Hart Smith, aka Harry Smith, Davy Boy Smith Jr. For those who are WWE fans, still taking on Killer Cross, Clark Connors, Tomohiro Ishii's replacement, and uh, AEW New Japan Forbidden Door, who did a who actually had a breakout moment in that four way versus Ren Narita. Diana Parato versus Rachel Ellering versus Jordan Grace for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Josh Alexander versus Gang, the Samoan Werewolf, Jacob Fatu for the Impact World Title. Do you know where all these matches are happening at? Where? The Nashville Municipal Auditorium for Ric Flair's last match uh, show. This is the card. This card is infinitely, infinitely more interesting than the pay-per-view the WWE has coming up this Sunday or this Saturday. I think I'm about the same on both. <laughs> you're about the same. You're about the same on the second card simply because of what it represents. But you can't tell me that Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu for the Impact Championship doesn't give you more interest in any match on this Money in the Bank card. It's gang. I I know what I expect to happen. <laughs> what, what what needs to happen and what's going to happen is a whole lot of fucking gang shit. Exactly. You want to excite me? Then give me Jacob Fatu versus Shane Taylor. That way, Ooh. I know I know for a fact somebody getting hit really fucking hard. Really hard. <laughs> you see that that piques my excitement. Styles make fights, so I would. I would expect Josh Alexander to try to out wrestle Jacob Fatu. But don't think Fatu can't wrestle. Exactly. <laughs> and be and be boy, damned you and be damned you gonna try to outfight him. That, we done seen him before. That boy get active. That boy gets active. Last but certainly not least on my agenda. Hey, no, but for real. Can you I can need to make a prediction. Who's in the money in the bank men's match? Who actually it finally ended up in the match? We have one person, Shame. one person that's that's to be uh, to be determined. I don't like that shit. 
<laughs> Shoot the banana. Pause. Uh, Riddle, <laughs> Sami Zayn, almost, almost. Uh, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is the only guy that makes perfect sense, especially considering who's supposed to be in this match who won't be in the match. Right. Um. Why are we? Why do we have a fucking mystery guy? Like you don't have that many. A- able bodies right now. You you couldn't take the time out when you lost your two biggest cash cows to figure out between then and now who was going to take this place. It it's just wild to me some of the shit that they do. Riddle Riddle would also be one if they've decided in the inter offices in Stanford that they're ready to run with this guy, especially since you put that really weird stipulation on a free TV championship match that if he loses he can't challenge ever again that felt like it was a green light that he, he was either going to win money in the bank or he was going to win the Royal Rumble at this point now that's kind of in in flux because if Cody is able to get healthy enough to come back for the Rumble I don't know how he doesn't win because you're not building anybody else up. Walter's not ready yet. I mean, he is ready, but I mean, in the eyes of booking and the way you know you're introducing and building a character, he's I, not at that crescendo. How do you feel about this, Suave? Because I, I'm I don't know how to feel about this. I, I keep seeing articles about different people touting, like believing in themselves, basically saying. It's the equivalent of rappers saying it's the best work I've ever done. When you know every time you've heard that, you've heard the first thing of mid. And Walter, who looks the best he's ever looked in his career, has come out and said that he wants to be the guy. He wants to be, it's all or nothing for him. He wants to be the one to carry the torch for WWE uh, moving forward. Like, of course, who who wouldn't want to be on top and get that paycheck? Take it to the pay window, as uh, Big Dust would say, if you will. What? Mm-hmm. Where can he? Can he? And would you believe him if he did? And if he? And if? And if the answer to your questions are uh, to those questions is are no. What's next? So we're, we're talking about can and if Cody can get back, right? No, no. Can if Walter? Oh, Walter. What about? I mean. What are what are we trying to figure out about him? Can he carry the company? Can he carry be, the company? Carry the company is a very very loaded statement. Top can he, top guy. His words. He wants to be the top guy. I'm sure he does want to be, and he'll probably get an opportunity for that's, about that's, six that's weeks. What, that's what I'm saying. Everybody everybody wants to be the, at the top position, but can they? Can you can you carry the weight? Be I I seriously doubt it simply because of the way WWE is comprised as a company. Being the air quotes top guy almost has nothing to do with wrestling anymore. It's it's the public appearances. It's the 6 a.m. you know morning shows you got to be on to promote in a town. It's the it's the 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 talk shows it's the make a wish it's it's all of the stuff that you do before the show starts 
then you still have to be over on TV and at these shows. You got to draw the houses. You got to you have to be that guy. I don't know if you're going to give a guy named Gunther that much real estate. Now, being the heel champion that sets up for the next guy who's going to be the guy. Absolutely. Let me let me run this through you real quick. This is WWE on BT Sport official Twitter account. What would be the next step step for you? Joining SmackDown or like coming to the main roster to the United States. I don't do that because I want to be uh, I want to be medium. I want to or just want to achieve a little something and then leave there now. I'm here to be the top guy, and that's what I'm gonna aim for in the long term. I want to be yeah the guy of the company and to be in the ring with the best the company has to offer um, and that's what I'm aiming for whatever way that will go um, nobody knows obviously but that's what I'm here for it's basically all or nothing sure you want to be that anybody wants to like I said any, anybody wants to be in that top spot I just think when I hear things like that, it's like it's a curse because the people that need to hear it and that listen to it, aren't, they don't believe in you enough to give you the ball. Big E, for example, when he got the ball, it was it was stripped away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kofi got the ball stripped away from him. And Kofi didn't really get a chance to run with the ball because after he won the belt, it was pretty much the allure was gone. So you had six months of just what? Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Here comes Brock. Ten seconds gone. Anybody that's ever said, I want to be the top guy has usually been the, the person to to lose that luster soon thereafter. Um, I mean, just proc- just proclaiming you want to grab the brass ring is one thing. You got to look at the surrounding variables Roman's that guy now so how are you going to get to a point where you're first of all at a level that you can even be on the same show as that guy across the ring from him acknowledgement daily acknowledgement you gotta figure that part out first then once you figure that part out you have to know how to shift the character to a point where you can do all of this american press <laughs> like the wwe universe always talks about how global it is but but the guy is doing american press for the most part it's 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 way more involved and way more intricate than just saying I want to be the face or I want to be the champion. There's a lot of other shit that goes with it. Because there are a lot of people who potentially could be they could be the guy if it was just about wrestling or just about uh, physique or if it was just about being an imposing figure. a lot of different stuff that goes with that and John Cena is the absolute blueprint that shows you there's a lot more that goes into it and the in-ring stuff like you have to be able to go 
but it's not the end all be all. But Man. then there's that. Fast forward, uh, I said two. I mean, one more thing. Well, actually, we have two more things. Um, number one, Cardio Kane, Kane Velasquez. This story has, has changed. When I, you'll understand what I mean because I, I, you'll have a question as soon as I read you this. Um, headline states: This is according to Yahoo, uh, Yahoo Sports. Uh, former UFC champion Kane Velasquez suing man he allegedly tried to kill for molesting his uh, his son. We did we know that the kid involved was Kane's son, or was it his nephew? I I thought we knew. I thought we knew back then it was his son. Okay. I thought uh, for for some reason we were so wrapped we were so wrapped up in the fact that we justified Kane shooting at the guy. We didn't check to see if it was son or nephew. <laughs> this is a fact. Uh, like. On the on the cool, does it really fucking matter? Nah, it doesn't. I mean, four four it, four year olds a four year old. Um, it probably only thing it would have done it would have determined which gun, which type of gun you got shot at with. I mean, you know, I, I I'm Uncle Wood to uh, to 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 the princess, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm, but I'm gonna tell you like this: something happened like that. She's my daughter too. You dig, you dig what I'm saying? So if I if if I get the call about you know what I'm saying, the princess's partner, we sliding. Still, there it is. We all finna make the fucking news tonight. In the civil lawsuit, which was filed on behalf of a minor. Okay, that that there's a question that I had answered. The Velasquez family claims that Harry Gallardi, 43, molested Velasquez's four-year-old son at a home daycare in San Martin, California. Gallardi's mother and stepfather, Paul Bender, as well as the daycare, are also named in the lawsuit. Paul Bender, if you remember, is the stepfather of the person, of, of, of Harry Gallardi, who uh, Kane allegedly shot. As he was trying to shoot Gallardi in uh, with the with the uh, the forty cal, uh, Kane still being held without uh, without bond while Gallardi was charged with lewd and lascivious acts with a minor by a Santa Clara uh, Santa Clara County District Attorney's Office la- uh, late February was released two days later under a supervised program. Meanwhile, Velasquez was been uh, denied bail twice. Uh, the judge called him quote reckless disregard his called his actions quote reckless disregard for human life and uh he returns to court in uh, august and if he's convicted faces 20 years in the california state penitentiary that is the most unfortunate set of circumstances i've ever seen or heard for someone who was in this for a son man listen oh man uh, thoughts and prayers out to Cardio Kane. You know what I'm saying? Come home, represent that shit. Represent that shit. Bibi. Now, speaking of uh, of uh, of misconduct, this one is a little a little bit more lighthearted, and we can end it on this note. Disneyland Family Fun Center. <laughs> <laughs> Loaded with children, families, you know, just 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 the way like there's Disney World, and there's Disneyland. If you're in California, if you're or Californian, or like 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 the California lifestyle, you go to Disneyland. If you want the full experience, you go to Disney World in Florida. Two different coasts, two different parks, owned by the same company. You know what it is. You know the vibes. Space Mountain shouts out Rick Flair. <laughs> 
running the the Jungle Cruise ride. HR. <laughs> Just how does HR not bother to do their digging on social media and or the internet when they search for people's names because I can tell you even if I don't recognize him this is going to sound so bad fully clothed yikes and unless he shaved his facial hair Joseph Ryan Meehan I can find out it's Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan, the I the, I'm gonna call him a sports entertainer. Because he used a finisher in which his genitalia attracted the hands of their of his opponents. He hulks up on them and they feel the pain of his genitalia and he uses his hips to flip his opponents. Off his genitalia, calling to finish a dick flip. This degenerate was uh, during during the quarantine segment of you know people speaking out was uh, alleged and thrown under the bus for sexual misconduct towards women in the workplace and specifically in locker rooms and the professional wrestling events. As a promoter of his own professional wrestling organization, he has since disbanded and. Uh, Events were subsequently stopped and or and or canceled following the backlash from this speaking out moment, and he has not been seen or heard from on television since. He goes and gets a job at Disneyland, and the headline comes out a couple days ago that Joey Ryan was indeed fired from Disneyland. How the <laughs> fuck did he get a job at Disneyland? Um. I'm gonna take a real guess. You want me to be on some bullshit? Both. The, head, the, the headline reads from the LA Times: Disneyland hire pro wrestler accused of sexual harassment. Go. Um, you have to assume maybe he's changed his appearance, his physical appearance, uh, since not being in the pro wrestling space. So he may have shaved the porn stash, may have started getting his body waxed. Whatever, just anything to not look like the guy from TV, and then he's using his government name, so there's no there's no guarantee that it's gonna ring a bell with somebody until you run the background check, which I don't understand how you get either the second interview or or the call to start or you come pick up a uniform until they've run that background check. So that means whoever's in HR just shooting people through, they're probably getting ready to move to another department because, you know, I would say get fired, but we know better. And I'm sort of curious as to how they finally found out. I sort of feel like somebody recognized him and ratted him out. (laughs) Let me do some digging. (laughs) Because... Uh, Joey Ryan working the Jungle Cruise ride at Disneyland seems like that seems like some shit that we would just freestyle pulling bullshit out of the air 
to to create some off-color joke. Let me let me read you this bullshit. Joseph Meehan, known in the wrestling world as Joey Ryan, worked for the theme park for about three months in a probationary status until Disneyland declined to hire him as a full-time employee, according to Disneyland officials. 90 days. So, okay, is this a situation where, like... Hold, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Please hold it. Uh, I'm uh, no, no, no. This is not about what you're reading. This is about how he actually was able to skirt the system that long. Same. Hold it. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Meehan is no longer employed by us, a Disneyland spokesperson said, declining to elaborate on why he was not given a permanent job and whether harassment allegations played a role in the decision. The theme park screening process for potential employees includes a criminal background check, but Disneyland officials said the check did not alert them about the harassment accusations against Meehan under his stage name that appeared in social media posts, wrestling fan sites, and sports blogs in recent years. Go. You don't fucking go to court under your stage <laughs> name, bitch. <laughs> that, that's there he is. That's that's what I wanted right there. <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. You li- you lied is what you did. Okay. What I was going to suggest is that because we're in pandemic mode recovery, people are just getting jobs and not the the whole background check. Depending on what job you're doing, isn't as stringent. <laughs> that's what I was gonna allude to but you gonna flat face fucking lie ain't nobody went to court as Joy- Joey Ryan <laughs> are you fucking you fucking kidding me Joe Meehan they not even going with Joseph Disney Disney told this motherfucking lie <laughs> Disney Disney as in Disney fucking Walt Disney fucking Mickey Mouse ABC ESPN that that group Buena Vista face ass you man say this is what this is the shit I don't like and this is why I really <laughs> am on some fuck everybody till we get ours you, you motherfuckers just make the rules up as they go and lie to you about shit as simple as this a fucking ride operator at Disneyland no reprimand or recourse just out of here but you shouldn't have been there to begin with but you gonna tell me oh it didn't come up in our system fuck system you using I, I tell you what I, I, I bet I, you I know I could search I your you. government name and uh and, and Google if, if you were to walk into my building I bet you Roberto would wouldn't have made it past the interview process hmm cause he, his shit comes up when you look his name up stay you, I, you can put in R. Kelly if you want to it's coming up he he ain't walk. He's not walking the courtroom saying his name is Ara. Mm. I bet I bet everybody on the cell block gonna call that boy Ara. That's what that's what's for sure. But like, I don't even know how that's not a part of the screening process. Like, damn the background check. You're dealing in a situation where you're employing this person to work directly with children. Yes, their parents are there with them, but they are they are primarily interacting with children one way or another. You are providing services that entertain children. So at no point during the process did anybody from HR even ask the question, have you been involved in, in, in entertainment in any other capacity? And if so, what were your stage names? 
<laughs> Which is why I don't understand how we keep having motherfuckers in Stanford come up with all this shit under their browser history that nobody knows about until you put them on television. Fucking alt-right Schnitzky, Lars Sullivan, you didn't realize he was doing porn? <laughs> like, what? Are th why are you paying for the subscription to background check if they're not going to actually background check? Because like, you pick and choose who you want to try to push through the cracks. Here's a Pause. News, here's a news. <laughs> here's a news. See what flash. I did there. Here's a news flash, people. Google as much as you can for free. When you find out that you can't find out anything, that's when you press the button. A lot of these issues, Sullivan, Joey Ryan, Logan Paul, don't require pay for access information to show you that piece of shit is part of DNA. Mm. I, I, I dropped these words while show at brokenpistolbc.com brokenpistolbc at gmail.com that's at brokenpistolbc on all things social at brokenpistolbc on what everything 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 man uh it's been a good one have a, have a happy and safe holiday weekend eat up all the barbecue drink your libations get you some real food we about to see if we can get active out here because uh i got a feeling that you know we got a couple spots we need to hit up and, and drop these canceled episodes and also possibly maybe do an active BPBC from these streets. Uh, fuck it, man. Swaff, take it to the house. Pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. Hey, y'all restart this shit and go back and listen to that David Banner shit again. Like, man, for this real. is like, too, like, too, like for real. Cool fucking fire, son. You said man swing and matter of fact send me that now like quit bullshit send me that now bet